I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, September 6th. A woman remains in very serious condition after being stabbed at the McDonald's in North Quincy Saturday afternoon. Police say it happened at around 12.30 Saturday afternoon. The unidentified woman was rushed to a Boston hospital with life-threatening injuries. A suspect was arrested, and police say the suspect and victim do know each other. Further details are not yet available. Voters head to the polls in Quincy and across Massachusetts today for the state primary election. Here in Quincy, polls are open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. There are 31 precincts, and some voters have been assigned new wards and precincts due to changes in the 2020 federal census. Approximately 12,000 voters were affected by those changes, and all have been notified by mail about their new voting locations. Quincy City Clerk Nicole Crispo is predicting a 25% turnout for the primary. Mail-in ballots must be received at the city clerk's office by 8 p.m. There is a ballot drop box located right outside Quincy City Hall. A 41-year-old Randolph man died Sunday night in a car crash on the Linfells Parkway in Melrose. State police responded to the scene at about 11.30 p.m. The Randolph man, whose name has not been released, was pronounced dead at the scene. The initial investigation determined that the Randolph man was driving west in a 2015 Mercedes sedan at a high rate of speed when the vehicle crossed into the eastbound side of the road and hit a Volkswagen. Mercedes then hit a tree, struck two unoccupied SUVs, parked in the driveway of a home, and rolled onto its side. The occupants of the Volkswagen, a 61-year-old Saugus woman and a 46-year-old Saugus man, suffered minor injuries and were taken to Melrose Wakefield Hospital. The crash is still under investigation. Pamela Denholm spent last Thursday and Friday not preparing for food shipments like she usually does as executive director of the Weymouth Food Pantry. Instead, she was making phone calls trying to find a rental truck. The mobile food pantry is typically on the road every day, but is currently sidelined at a warehouse in Rockland because thieves stole the catalytic converter right off it. Surveillance video from another nearby business appeared to show thieves stealing the converters off several cars at a construction company, too. That car part has become popular to steal since the metals that make it up have increased in value. Without the truck on the road, the Weymouth Food Pantry struggles to serve the hundreds of families that it helps every day, just as school is about to get started, and the need for food usually increases by about 30% because of serious supply chain issues. The pantry doesn't have a date for when the truck will be fixed because the part is not available. In the meantime, a local realty group is lending the pantry its much smaller truck until they can find a U-Haul or another rental. Denholm believes the thief knew who he or she was stealing from. Since the truck is labeled Weymouth Food Pantry, the pantry does have insurance, so the $11,000 price tag will likely be covered, but the stress of delivery without the truck will be hard to cover. 
Vice President Kamala Harris visited Boston yesterday. The vice president was in the state to celebrate Labor Day and to illustrate the Biden administration's commitment to working families. She attended the annual Greater Boston Labor Council breakfast at the Boston Park Plaza and delivered the keynote address. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu was also at the event. She announced the creation of the Office for Worker Empowerment to help level the playing field for workers. Harris's visit comes a week after, or rather before, President Biden will come to Boston to tout the recently signed infrastructure bill. Governor Charlie Baker taking another step to return nearly $3 billion to Massachusetts taxpayers using an obscure law. The governor filed a supplemental budget with the legislature addressing the state's surplus that projects to be $2.3 billion. The surplus figure accounts for $2.9 billion in refunds that will be returned to taxpayers under Chapter 62F the state law that requires net state tax revenues that exceed allowable revenues be returned to taxpayers. The State Department of Revenue submitted that figure last week to the state auditor, who will make a final determination by September 20th on sending money back to taxpayers. Chapter 62F, a ballot question approved by voters back in 1986, allows for tax rebates when the state budget is overflowing. For you, that means about 7% of your 2021 income taxes being returned, depending on which credits you already used. A separate $4 billion economic development bill, which includes $250 relief rebates for taxpayers who made between $38,000 and $100,000 last year, was put on hold because legislators wanted to see how 62F would play out first. The Attorney General's office assessed more than $11.8 million in restitution and penalties against employers during the 2022 fiscal year, according to the office's annual Labor Day report. The report, which was released yesterday, highlights the efforts of the office's Fair Labor Division to combat wage theft and other forms of worker exploitation in the Bay State. According to the report, the Fair Labor Division ordered employers to pay $7.5 million in restitution to employees and $4.2 million in penalties to the general fund. The AG's office said more than 19,000 Massachusetts workers benefited from the enforcement actions taken during 2022. In particular, the Fair Labor Division assessed more than $2.9 million in penalties and restitution while issuing 217 citations against employers in the construction industry. The division also sought to ensure that employers across all industries and professions provided workers with at least one 30-minute meal break per six hours of work, which is required by state law. In one case, Family Dollar was fined $1.5 million for more than 3,900 meal break violations across 100 Massachusetts locations, affecting 620 employees. In addition, enforcement actions taken by the Fair Labor Division during 2022 impacted more than 1,500 workers in the hospitality industry, resulting in more than $951,000 in penalties and restitution. Check of business news this morning. 
And stocks opened the day in negative territory. The Dow down 337. NASDAQ dropped 154. And the S&P lost 42. Asian stocks were mixed. The dollar and the euro both rose. Oil at $88 a barrel. Sports. Tampa Bay beat the Red Sox 4-3. They're back at it in Florida tonight at 640. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Rain could be heavy at times today. High of 67. Rain will gradually taper off this evening, a low 61. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, high 71. Thursday, partly sunny at a high near 80. Sunny 80 on Friday. The boater waves about 2 feet. East wind at 10 knots and a high tide right after 8 a.m. Sunrise 614, set at 709. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, September 6th.